Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So what are we at? It is the 6th. I know it's Friday, but what day of January is it? It's the 6th. Yep. Just curious to know. Remember us talking about getting the new year started right. And everybody's sort of talking about their routine and their regimen and their crackdown for the first week of January. How's yours going, Sissini? I don't really have a crackdown per se. I'm kind of doing like a damp January. I didn't want to do a dry January. I just want to do a damp January. Dry so harsh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, just turn down the lights. Exactly. Don't turn off the lights. So, so I, what is damp versus dry in your view? I think just kind of like not really drinking during the week, which I've been accomplishing so far this week on mm-hmm. day six. So uh, Okay, it's the 6th of January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think just kind of sticking to maybe the weekends and, you know. I find the weekends are, I, during the week, there's no point. Like there's I don't really, really no enjoy it. It and gets tricky sometimes if we go to a uh, if we go to a concert or if there's a show. It gets well, a you have tricky. a life like you have a life. You go to yeah, things like that. But you don't like, like having a glass of wine with dinner. No, not really, not really, not oh, during the week. Weird. During the week, see, here's the way I look at it, Tony. It's very strategic. During the week, it's all about cut back. Mm-hmm. So on the weekend, I can relax. Right. So for example, Ryan. What are you having for lunch today? You might be thinking. Right, Ryan. What are you having for lunch today? So it's day five of chicken bone broth and heaping mounds of steamed spinach for both lunch and dinner. That's it. And I have a a protein shake in between. Yeah, I'm going like severe cut down for two weeks. I don't know that I'll do that every single meal for two weeks, but so far so good. 
I'll probably dabble a little sushi over the weekend. Something over the weekend, I feel like I treat myself. But I'm just going hardcore. Mounds of steamed, it could be steamed collard green. Steamed oh, kale. Collard green. Or steamed spinach. You so know, do you do something for dinner? Like, do you get a nice no, that's steak? It. No, for dinner, I'm trying to find distractions. So for dinner, <laughs> I eat within, it takes 10 minutes to eat. And then, like, for example, I think I'm going to go try and find an indoor golf place. Don't know how to play golf. Cute. You know what I mean? You. Like I'm looking for something to go do so I don't think about eating. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm going like ham on ingredients. Like I'm reading labels of every single thing that's in my home. You know, wise people say there should be no more than three or four ingredients in any dish. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, the classic Italians will tell you three ingredients, maybe for every single dish. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. Cacio pepe. What is it? Uh, noodles, parmesan, pepper. That's it. I love a cacio pepe. I know. That's why I it's said it. It's like my favorite pasta dish. Mm. Oh, imagine that. Imagine. It's everybody's favorite pasta dish. Pepper, cheese, and pasta. It's I the best. I don't know that it's everyone's favorite. But it's not yeah. my favorite. But What's your favorite pasta dish, Tanya? Bolognese. Bolognese? Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too. I Very hearty and meaty and delicious. How do you make it? What do you? How do you make bolognese? So I do onion, celery, carrot as the base, and then I put in ground beef. I usually use like 93%. Fat or sorry, ninety three percent lean, um, and then I do the t- canned tomato, but I use a specific canned tomato that only has one ingredient, and then a little tomato, tomato, yeah, tomato. But <laughs> you what read, else is in it? No, there's citric acid in them. There's like all uh-huh. these crazy things. Yeah, sure. and then I put um, a cup of white wine. That's actually the correct way to make it. Thank you so much. I know. Where did you learn that? Robbie's mom. She's Italian. Okay, I'm like that's actually. I was curious to know because you put the carrots in at the beginning. Yeah. Of the, of yeah. The, so they the soften. Pan. Yeah. Uh, all right. Mostly sunny today if you're planning out your day. Mostly tomorrow, some rain returning Sunday. Highs are going to be in the mid 60s. So what are we doing today? We have the mayor on, the mayor of LA. First uh, conversation I've ever had with the mayor of Los Angeles. Same. Mayor Karen Bass joining us after seven o'clock this morning. We'll talk to her. Also coming up this morning, we've got a morning hack. This is just a few minutes away, so let me tell you about that. There are three ways to tell. Actually, Tubbs, look at me. Oh. Did you work out yesterday? I did. Can you tell? No. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) Did you do anything romantic yesterday? Okay, he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. I can see by his eyes. All right, so there are three ways to tell if someone is lying. Tubbs just gave me the tell before he answered the romance question. On the workout question, he did not. He was being honest. But he was about to lie about the romance. The pause? The eyes. The pause, the eyes. A whole <laughs> bunch of things. You can't lie to Ryan. Don't people know this by now? I just watch your eyes. I don't even listen to what you say. 100%. I just see where your eyes go. Tony, your eyes don't blink, which tells me a lot of confusing things. <laughs> What's it confusing? It's very easy to see. It's frightening. It is. We want you to <laughs> just let your eyes wet themselves. It's not. It's very frightening. <laughs> I can't. Nah. It's a very strange. It's like there are people that I do meet that just don't require as much blinking mm-hmm. as I do. That's right. You it's, are that person. Yeah, it's my superpower. I don't know if it's super. I don't know. It might be counterintuitive, actually. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It might not be your superpower. It might be your antihero. <laughs> or my Achilles heel. No. Uh, <laughs> not using that right. correctly. No, no, it's okay. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Wheel of Fortune premiered 48 years ago today. That's crazy. Wait, 
still as strong as ever. No way, 48. It's 38. 48 years ago today. Impossible. 1975. Nope. It's 38. I will challenge that. <laughs> because I know that it's always been around the age that I am. That I am. Maybe that you have I the wrong am. age that for I yourself. Am. That I am. Maybe you know. Maybe you don't know your own age. Maybe you're tricking yourself. I'm not because the oh, the the grand prize of the number that they always win at the end is always my age number, and I am going to be. I am 38, and it's always the thirty-eight thousand dollars that they win at the end. Okay, well, one of you is wrong, either the world or you. So I'm going to go with the. What is it? You. How old is Wheel of Fortune? 1975 premiere. It was 85. <laughs> It wasn't 85. No, 1975. <laughs> Not only do I know that, I worked for Merv Griffin. Oh, then I'm thinking when... Jeopardy. When Pat took over then. That's right. That's the what original I'm host, The original host, Pat. Wheel of Fortune was someone else. There then we Pat go. Pat Sajak came in in 1981. Then I'm thinking the years of... <sighs> I still doesn't check out. And do you know what Merv Griffin thought of when he created Wheel of Fortune? Oh, he wasn't on it for that long then. Who? Merv? Merv didn't host it. Merv created it. Who, who hosted it before Pat? The guy before Pat. I don't know. His name. <laughs> I was I was born in seventy four. Oh. I was young. Chuck Chuck Woolery actually. I didn't oh. know his name. Oh. Anyway, you know what Wheel of Fortune is? What? Merv told me this story. He was on an airplane with his wife at the time, Ava Gabor. She was playing Hangman, <gasps> and he saw the the slots where the letters go. It's Hangman. Thought, that should be a, it's Hangman. All it is is Hangman. I've Wheel of never, Fortune is Hangman. I've never thought of how Wheel of Fortune is Hangman. He said, Ryan, the, the best games are the simplest. Hangman is Wheel of Fortune. That's why I love it, it so much. Anyway, happy birthday, Wheel of Fortune. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, Tanya, apparently uh, you have an, I don't know if it's advice or just something you're trying. And what's the, it's about sleep. We all focus on sleep. We need more. We need better. We need quality. It's as important as diet and exercise for life, health, and longevity. It's just true. That's science. It is very true. And it's especially true when you have an autoimmune disease. Sleep is like super, super important. Eight hours is like, seven hours is the minimum that you should be getting. So you saw something on TikTok to help improve your sleep. Yes. Not only on TikTok, but I saw this like girl that does stuff for BuzzFeed that I trust that tried it out herself. And she said that it she was getting deeper sleep from it. And you basically, you tape around your mouth. So you tape your mouth shut. So it forces you to breathe out of your nose. And for some reason, I don't know, but you get like a deeper, better sleep. And so I'm going to try this. And I also am going to get an old school alarm clock. And I'm going to try sleeping with my phone outside yeah, the bedroom. I, I, I need to do that too. I mean, I have an old school clock. You just haven't Where'd you get it from? Time. Like Amazon or something? I it on Amazon. It's digital. But it's old school. Like, I don't have to have my phone. I agree with you. The phone next to your head is a bad idea. We need to stop doing that. The other thing is, what kind of tape do you use? There's a specific kind of tape they tell you to use? There, well, the girl that I w saw specifically had, like, a tape that just went around her lips. So it wasn't covering her lips. It just, like, shut her mouth shut. It sounds dangerous to me. I don't know why. Uh, dangerous how? You can breathe out of your nose. I don't but think I, it's I'd good. Like to have Didn't both we, do, we did a report on this, and it said it was not safe to do this. But then my girl says she's been sleeping better. So, like, who do I Who's trust? Your doctor said it's not safe. Who is your girl? <laughs> what about your girl this year? My girl on BuzzFeed. I trust my girl. Uh, so, I guess um, they say it's not safe. Uh, doctors say mouth taping not only doesn't help you to breathe through your nose, it's also highly dangerous. It can cause obstructive breathing. Create. Oh, you might want to tell your girl this. <laughs> it can cause obstructive breathing, other more serious sleep disorders, like obstructive sleep apnea. 
and sleep disruption. This is nothing one should try. A physician would never recommend this to a patient. Don't do this. I'm going to buzzkill your happy new year. Well, okay, but then you'd like the phone? Still no phone? I think the no phone is a good idea. But what's going to happen when we have to call you for an emergency in the middle of the night? I don't take emergencies at night. (laughs) Cool. I don't. Guess I'll come in and be the only one on the air, guys. True. Matter of fact, (laughs) if you hear Sissonies, because I'm on Do Not Disturb. Oh. All right. Morning Hack is next. So don't do it. I guess what we're trying to say is (laughs) don't do it. Three ways to tell if someone is lying to you. Does someone lie to you? Do you think someone doesn't tell you the truth? Do you need to catch your kids lying? Spouse lying. Are you lying to you? Oh. So there are physical cues. And this comes, I don't know what you know about interrogators. Mm. But the interrogators, the, the CIA uses these techniques, I'm told. But I can't, not supposed to say. Oh, do you know somebody in the CIA? CIA. You do. I don't know if I do. Right? But I think I have a hunch of somebody that's in it, but I can't know because they'll never tell me. Yeah, I feel like I do too. I do not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in it. I'm not in it. I didn't think you were. Oh, I thought maybe you thought this was a whole big thing as my cover. I did think no that chance for a you minute, are. I did think you were like some sort of CIA something Ryan? adjacent because he's so weird about like things recording him. I'm like, why are you so weird? You think he would be able to protect anybody? It's not protection. It's information. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. still, no. like, he's not like on the ground. He would boots be on the ground. I'd, I'd be in the intelligence department. Correct. I'd be looking. I'd be gathering intelligence. Correct. But don't they all have to like asset. still be able CIS. to like asset move not around the, and be quick? No, 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 no. I don't know what you know about the CIA, but I can only say so much. There's intelligence, and then there's agents. Yeah. I'm a guy. Ga- I'm a fact gatherer. I watched if the I were recruit. One. Anyway, if you suspect someone might be lying to you. Physical cues to indicate they are. One, if they touch their nose, nervousness makes their body temp go up, which makes them itchy at the nose. Fascinating. Mm, I love that. Two, if they close their eyes, especially for a full second. Tanya, you don't have to worry about this. Yeah, no, gotcha. I wonder if the opposite applies too, if they don't blink for five minutes. Probably. If they close their eyes for a second or two. And if they hide their hands, like in their pockets or behind their back or cross their arms. <laughs> that one to me, I don't get because I talk all the time with my hand in my pocket. I cross my, I, I, yeah, I do all that. Yeah, you always cross your arms like this. I don't always. Always. But I do like to stand with a hand in my pocket. You do like your hands in your pockets. Mm-hmm. I, I do. So if they touch their nose, close their eyes or hide their hands. Mm. Interesting. Today's quote. You have no idea how long something you say can stay inside someone's mind. Truly forever. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, a man was arrested after apparently trying to break into Billie Eilish's childhood home in Highland Park last night. Calls about the incident along North Avenue 57 came in around 9.15 p.m. Um, It's unclear if anything was taken or if anyone was home at the time. But police say a suspect was taken into custody and luckily nobody was hurt.
El Chapo's son has been arrested in Mexico. Mexican security forces captured Ovidio Guzman, an alleged drug trafficker wanted by the U.S. and one of the sons of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman in a pre-dawn operation yesterday that set off gunfights and roadblocks across uh, Sinaloa's capital. And still waiting for California inflation relief payment. Well, the vast majority of middle class tax relief debit cards will be issued by January 14th of this year, according to the, t- the franchise tax board. Now, the FTP has previously said it expected about 90% of direct deposits to be issued in October and 95% of all MCTR payments by the end of the year. More payments will be issued by January 14th, the final date that's listed on the state's website. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's grab uh, Becca Moore. We were just talking to you about her. You basically um, hire her to test your significant other's loyalty. You give her the info, and she slides into the DMs, and she flirts with them, tries to pick them up, hit on them, tries to lure them in, and then she tells on you or tells on them. I guess that's kind of right, right, Becca? That is right. Becca Moore. This is done on, uh, you can see her on Instagram, TikTok. How did this start for you? How did this service start? It was really organic, honestly. I This girl DM'd me and was like, hi, my boyfriend loves blonde girls and I'm a brunette. Is there any way you could <laughs> DM him because I want to break up with him and I need like proof because he was cheating for a while and yeah. like she just needed screenshots. And <sighs> he did. He fell for the bait. Yeah, that and that I was like hooked. I was like, this could be such good content for social media. And I want to do this for like a bunch of girls because it was just it's honestly entertaining. So, <laughs> so for example, now, like we would hire you for your service. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Hire oh, you people. just do it for fun. It's just a public good. You know? It's a public good. So <laughs> what are the things you do? Like, what would you say here? There's an engineer here named Jeffrey Tubbs. Like, let's say that his girlfriend wanted to see if anything was going on. What are your steps to luring them in? Well, honestly, it's not that hard. I feel like anyone can do it. All I DM them is like, hey, smiley face. And then they, if they're going to fall for it, they fall for it. Or if is there a picture up, involved or just text? No, no, no. They just look at my Instagram profile. Mm. Got it. So they have photo proof of who you are, that there's somebody right. there and they do. And then do you like ask them out or what do you, like what are yeah. the things you, what are the things, what do guys respond to? Usually I have the girl tell me exactly what to say and like what, the guy will probably fall for. A lot of times I say, oh, I need a tour guide in Denver or, you know, wherever they live. Um, And that way they'll be like, okay, yeah, you should come out with me. And then once I have that, then they failed the test and I just send a screenshot to the girl. And and then she breaks up with him. Yeah. And then do you and these women become (laughs) friends forever? Yes, of course. I mean, if they, if they end up like having a traumatic experience with the guy, then yeah, we're kind of like trauma bonded, you know, I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. So yeah, the girls are awesome. And, I keep in touch with them. A lot of them have like gone on to like date way better guys afterwards. So, Aww, so now, awesome. do you, are you are you dating someone? No, but that's the thing. I'm like, That'd I feel weird. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think now I'm confused. If you like, if you were to date someone, and this is what you do, how does that all work <laughs> with the guy? I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm single, honestly, because I can't. I feel like also. I have such like a jaded view on guys and like how easy it is for like a random girl on the internet to. You know, like steal the guy. Break a relationship, so. yeah. So here's my take on this. This may be great for everyone but you. 
Yeah, it kind of sucks for me. I feel like I have a different view on relationships now. I'm trying not to be so like angry at men all the time. But I don't think all men are like this, though. No. So, I, yeah. Only, only like 30% fall for the test. Okay. So. And these are guys that are already in question by their girlfriends. I only do it when like if they have a good reason to want to know. Like if they're like engaged or they're married or they have kids. Because I get a lot of requests from people that are married or like are pregnant and I feel too bad. Like I don't want right. to get things like that. Um, but usually it's just like college guys, you know, like ones that are like, <laughs> like easy. To- <laughs> so by the way, Becca Moore, I'm just going back in my head. That's right. Last May you were on the show. You helped uh, your Uber driver raise over $200,000 for his daughter's mm-hmm. cancer bills. I remember that so specifically. Have you been in touch with your Uber driver? Yeah, I actually, she actually, so this is like a happy ending. She ended up, beating cancer and she got to ring the chemo bell a couple weeks ago. So I went up to Fresno to be with their family for the weekend to celebrate that. And yeah, we raised a quarter of a million dollars. Um, honestly, I think you guys were like part of helping me with that because I was on your show yeah. and like, so the cool. link went like so viral after that. That's Listen, that's amazing. And that is such a good thing. So what is your job? What do you do? I do TikTok. I do social media. This for is it. That is your job. Yeah, but I just do a bunch of different trends. So the loyalty test is one of them. Loyalty test. Becca Moore. Public service. Listen, listen. <laughs> it's good stuff. Anybody is asking for a tour of Denver, <laughs> look well, out. Well, any city. She's based out of here in LA. Yeah. Well, I Denver I- specifically. <laughs> I heard it. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> people get lost. Um, you can follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Becca Moore. Well, thanks for coming on. It's so nice to hear that story about the Uber driver too. I'm glad you yeah. uh, filled us in. I know. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on your show twice because that was awesome the first time. It really helped yeah. the fundraising. Absolutely. Well, good luck. Thanks, Becca. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Good to see you. See, in my mind, I thought she was paid to do it. She just doing yeah, it. Yeah, like they were hiring her. Yeah, like as a search. She's just doing it. No, it's content. So it keeps her TikTok going, which then keeps her followers up, which then keeps her content up, which then keeps so paying her. it's not her. a public service. She's getting paid in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Chargers finish the regular season in Denver at 125 on Sunday. They begin the playoffs next week. Good stuff. Rams wrap up their season in Seattle one year after winning the Super Bowl. They will not make the playoffs this season. What a difference a year momentum can make. Yeah. So that's this week. And Georgia Bulldogs oh, play oh, in the oh, national oh, championship oh. on Monday. College football. <laughs> SoFi Stadium. So the other day, all right, Susie, one of your single girlfriends. How many single girlfriends you got versus married girlfriends? I have these a days? handful. What about uh, defensive? Uh, I'm just asking. That's not defensive. I'm just saying I have a handful. Well, it was a different tone that time uh, than the no, first listen, time. I had half a handful. Do you have more single or more married girlfriends? I have one, two, three. It's probably like in my life, life equal. It's about the same. About the same. All right. So this is one of your current single girlfriends. Yes. She told you about this Facebook group, right? Yeah. And it's so funny because she told me about this. And of course, my brain goes, oh, my gosh. I I, w- I want to talk about this on the radio. <laughs> right. we, in our real lives, the only thing we do is go, oh, can I remember that for the show tomorrow? <laughs> and she was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. You can talk about this. And then she was like, I added you to the group. And I was like, why did you add me to this group? I was like, don't invite me to this Facebook group. Right. Like, I can't be in this Facebook group because it's called, are we dating the same guy? So what is it? Uh, let me understand how it works. It works like this. It's basically the premise is simple. 
if uh, the guy kind of sucked and maybe did you dirty, then you post him in this Facebook group. And it's based here specific to Los Angeles. So basically it's women giving other women the heads up. So it's a check and balance. To not make the same mistake with this same dude. You know okay. what? I would have put Mr. Wilshire's picture right up in there if this existed when I was dating him because that guy used my trick on every woman he could find in LA. And well, so why, why why but why your trick what he used on put me. You up there? No, I'm saying what he did on me. Oh, his trick for you. Correct. He used repetitively. Yes. Not your trick for other and people. And that's Correct. what these women are kind of finding out. So, okay. and a lot of this and a lot of the men that they're posting on here are men that are on dating apps. So, they'll just take screenshots of the guys uh, profiles on Hinge or Bumble or whatever dating apps are, they found them on. You say this guy's a loser. And basically say, stay away, don't date him. And then the comments after that um, will be like, oh my gosh, yes, I did date him. Or, oh yes, he said the same thing to me. Or he did. And it's just like, blah, 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 like just going on. Did you off. go on and read any of the comments? Well, so that's the thing. She she was going to add me to this group so that I could go in. And I was like, please don't put me on here. I don't want to be a part. Oh, part of you this. go on. I want to read the comments. So she sent me a bunch of screenshots of, of like okay, all great. of them. And I did read a, a bunch of the comments. And a lot of them are like kind of like low blows of just women kind of making fun of these men. Like, oh, my God, I would never wear that hat. Or if I would stay away if a man was wearing a hat like that, blah, 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 et cetera. But most of them were mainly like, yes, I don't know, like saying truthful things like don't date this guy because he did this this that or he told me all these things and then he lied lied and then you know so it's kind of like a good place for women to have each other's back but then it also is an endless rabbit hole of posts to so if i'm listening now and I'm, i just met a guy and i want to go look up this guy can i do it how do i do it yeah you probably could you can join this group and search his name and see if he's on he's on there do you search jeffrey tubbs <laughs> I did not search Jeffrey Tubbs. I mean, look, great. Whatever mm -hmm. tool you need to make sure you're not with the lame person or crazy. I guess, right? but it's kind or of like person. a it's kind of making it so that you never want to go on a dating app again. Like my friend doesn't want to go on a dating app again because she feels like a lot of these men that are on here are like. Well, let me tell you, apps. I found a really good one on a dating app. He's That's a true. Solid, Robbie, man. Robbie yeah. from Hinge. Yeah. yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We are going to bring in our mayor of Los Angeles, Mayor Karen Bass, joining us right now. Mayor Bass, nice to have you on. How are you? Thank you. I am doing fine, and it's nice to be on. Well, congratulations, first of all. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Before we get to the good stuff, what is the like day-to-day personal cool thing about being a mayor of such a big city in a great city like LA? <laughs> the biggest thing to me is being able to immediately make a difference. Immediately. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I was out walking the streets in Venice and talking to people in the tents and being able to say, I actually have a room for you. Do you want to mm -hmm. come inside? Mm -hmm. And hearing somebody say yes. So, I mean, since you bring that up, Crime and homelessness are things that everybody's been talking about and still talk about. So you, right. you, you, you talk about the tents, you talk about a roof, uh, and, and you say it and you tell one person that. So what's the difference in how one can say it, you can say it, and how you actually get to do it, and how will you do it? 
Well, you know what? Um, so many things were learned from the pandemic. And interestingly, this is an issue I've been trying to address for many, many years. And more than two decades ago, we had suggested motels. Mm -hmm. But it took the pandemic for the city to say, aha, motels. So we're capitalizing on the lessons from the pandemic, getting people housed immediately into motels while I have fast-tracked the building of units so they can stay in the motel for a few months and then move into permanent supportive housing. But you know, key to this is addressing why they were on the streets to begin with, the mental health, the substance abuse, the variety of issues that people face that led to them losing housing and being on the street. So fast tracking using motels, if you were to say to those of us listening now, Mayor Bass, in two years, here's the difference you will see. What would that be? I think that I would love to say that there would be no more encampments, but I think speaking conservatively to say that there would be a very clear difference in terms of the number of encampments. And what I mean by that, of course, are the tents on the streets, mm -hmm. because we have to get to a point where no one is on the street like this. I mean, I, I always say this to young people. I feel bad because there's a generation of young folks that grew up thinking that this is the way it's always been. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I know that's not the case. Mm -hmm. It's true. No, it's, it is true. Mayor Bass with us now. What is LA, the fourth largest economy in the world? What What, what, what is it? <laughs> Uh, no, California, the state of California. State, what, but but LA's, got a, LA's got a ranking globally, it too. It does. It does. I, it's a little more than that. I think it might be ninth or tenth. Ninth or tenth. The city. Ninth or tenth in the world. The city. But just think about this. The population of LA, the city, is greater than a number of states. And just coming off of spending 12 years in Congress, I have to tell you that when you have a state with 600,000 people in it, and Los Angeles City is close to 4 million, and yeah. then you look at the, you know, a state with 600,000 people has two senators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, the numbers. It's always fascinated yeah. me. All right, Mayor Bass with us now, our new mayor in Los Angeles. Crime. It's a real problem everywhere. Uh, I've heard what you've said, but tell me the, the latest. Now that you're in office, mm -hmm. what's your view on how we fix it everywhere? So... Immediately after the race was declared, way before I was even sworn in, I met with the chief of police and the top command, and uh, I raised with him right away the numbers. You know, how many officers do we have? How many officers are we down? We clearly need to hire because a lot of people have retired or moved on to other things and how we get them uh, hired. But then also, how do you move officers who are currently doing desk duty on the streets? And uh, there were certain neighborhoods that, as I went to in the campaign, that wanted to see an increased police presence. And the chief told me that he has already responded to that and has increased the police presence. I'll give you two examples. One is Ventura Boulevard in, in Studio City. The other one is Melrose, um, you know, wh where the shops are. But the other thing that I plan to do in the next month or so is to begin a process of establishing an office of community safety that's actually not connected to law enforcement, but deals with all of the other issues. Because you know what's happened over the years, Ryan, is that we just dump everything on the police. I mean, the police are supposed to be social workers. They're supposed to be mm -hmm. doctors, supposed to be psychiatrists. Because we don't deal with society's issues, 
we let things fall through the cracks and expect the police department to deal with it. So that's why in my second week, I went over to the County Board of Supervisors and told them I, I uh, spoke at the board and asked them to get involved because they're the service providers. And instead of pointing fingers at each other, we need to lock arms together and say, we have these problems. The city can deal with part of it. The county can deal with other parts. Let's do it together. And I do think that they were very interested and excited. I know each of the supervisors. And so uh, I'm very optimistic that we'll be able to realign government and get government to function a little better. Mayor Bass with us now, uh, downtown, I can see by her, the view behind her, which is which is artwork, but I know where she is. Uh, what do you say to those who think that criminals are committing more crime because they just don't feel like they're getting in that much trouble if they do it? Well, I don't think that it's, it's I know people feel that way, but it, because we've had certain reforms here, but if you look at just in the state of California alone, the most conservative parts of the state that have had no reforms have higher crime problems. If you look at states that have passed nothing but are still in the law and order uh, mentality, their crime rates are higher than ours. So it's easy to assign an increase in crime to that, but I think it's important to look deeper. But I also do not pull any punches. When crime happens, you got to deal with it. <laughs> you know, but I believe in stopping the crimes of today, but investing in preventing the crimes of tomorrow. That's why one of the last things I did in Congress, by the way, working with Congressman Tony Cardenas, is that we both are bringing $7 million to Los Angeles to support some of the groups that do the violence prevention work. And many of the men and women that do this work were formally involved in criminal activity or gang activity. They're older, they've turned their lives around, they're very remorseful, we've provided them training and support, and then they go into communities and prevent the crimes of the future. But one thing that the, the uh, chief told me a year ago is that when the pandemic shut things down, the crime prevention organizations closed too. Mm -hmm. And surprise, surprise, we had an uptick in crime. So I think we need a better investment in neighborhoods to prevent crime in the first place. Stop it today, prevent it tomorrow. The mayor of the great city of Los Angeles on with us now. Okay, here's what I'm personally curious about. Sleep. <laughs> So, you know, I got to know Mayor Antonio Villaragosa very, very well yep. and spent a lot of good time with him. And I was always curious about sleep because you're kind of always on call. Like you can't yep. really, you can't really turn your phone off. You can't really put it in the other room. So how, how does that work personally for you? Well, so far, so good. And by the way, uh, Mayor Villaragosa is a dear friend of mine as well. And, uh, and so is our, you know, previous mayors, uh, obviously, including Garcetti, but even uh, Mayor Hahn and Reardon. Um, you know, you manage. And I'm used to kind of being on call all the time. So nothing much changes, but you have to discipline and make sure that you take care of your health, too. And I definitely do that. What time do you get to have dinner normally? Um, between, I would say six and eight. I don't like to have dinners real late. Yeah. So do you try and have a bedtime or is it just, <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. no, 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 I do. I do. I try to be in bed by about 10 or 11 and I'm up at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock. And what's your decompression exercise? Uh, deep decompression exercise is uh, bike riding, swimming, uh, reading. That's, that's how I decompress. 
That's good. It's important. I mean, to do a good job for us, you got to have that time too, yeah. right? Exactly. Exactly. You absolutely do. And you know what? I, I mean, I've seen people allow their uh, health to deteriorate. And if you're of service to people, you have to take care of yourself so you can continue to be in service. We appreciate you coming on with us, Mayor Bass, and good luck to you. And uh, hopefully we'll be at the top of your list to come back often. Oh, I would love to come back often. So let's count on it. All right. Thank you, Mayor. <laughs> Thank you. Mayor Karen Bass there, downtown L.A. That's a job. That is a job. Right now, that's a job. Real job. Tough job. 100%. Tanya? I nothing. I was just like really. It was like kind of exciting to see me wave at her goodbye. I was like, Bye. oh, I thought you're waving at us to say you want to say something. No, no, no. I was waving her goodbye. So I was like, oh my gosh, the mayor's gonna wave at me. <laughs> on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Ryan Seacrest with you in the morning, Sisney and Tanya. So we started this segment a few years ago, hometown hustler. I'm always impacted and always struck by these great stories of people going to work every day as we need to do but then saying you know what i'm not fulfilled we can all say it the bravery comes in doing it mm -hmm. like walking away from the sure thing and doing it well let's hear it i'm a hustler baby chelsea mcdonald our hometown hustler and claremont good morning chelsea good morning good morning it's so great to have you on. Thank you for being a part of our Hometown Hustler segment. So 14 years at Costco, you go for your dream. Tell us what that dream is. So I have always been an athlete and been in love with music. However, I am not musically inclined, mm -hmm. <laughs> to say the least. So I wanted to figure out a way to incorporate music along with my passion of juicing um, well, being an athlete. So I kind of came up with this idea of having these fresh juices, which I've always drank as an athlete growing up, and um, incorporating music into that as well by giving all my juices um, hip-hop-inspired names and um, hip-hop aesthetics. So looking at my business, you would never imagine that it was a juice company until you actually see the juices. My logo is very much so hip-hop-inspired, and so are the names of the juices. The Juice Box, the cassette tape logo. It's a hip-hop-inspired fresh juice and detox company based in Claremont. What, I, I, I'm curious to know, you, you could have this idea, but you also have your real job, like your for sure job. What was that moment like when you said, I'm going to do it? How did you get to that point? You know what? If I, if I said it wasn't emotional, I would be a liar. <laughs> sure, <laughs> of course it is. Um... But I decided that if I was really going to go all in on my life and my dream, um, it was necessary. Like, I had to cut the cord. And I had a lot to lose. Like, I had a, a lot, a lot to lose. I mean, I'm a single mother of three. And that was my security blanket. And that was my, my comfort. But I knew that not giving up that was definitely going to hinder my ability to really go in on, on myself and my business. And I, I honestly, I have no regrets. Absolutely no regrets. So you got to check this out. It's at the.juice.box on Instagram and drink Understood. the jukebox, right? Dot com? Yes. The.juice.box underscore on Instagram. Underscore. Got it. Uh, and the, some of the juices. Beats by day. Stomach on so flat, flat. Blue Sit Dreams. Yeah. Non-toxic AF. I love the names. They're so clever. 
<laughs> so beats by day, Dalen is actually my son, my oldest son. So I figured that was a cute little plan where to incorporate um, my son's name into one of the drinks. But yeah, no, definitely. These are, this is, I mean, this is great. You should really check it out. And they've all got really clever names. <laughs> they absolutely do. They absolutely do. Our hometown hustler. Maybe that inspires you if you're listening now. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Continued success. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. You know, I love a good juice. It fills 100%. me up. I crave the, the taste. And that beet juice, I, I really like a beet juice. Mm-hmm. All right, let's close it out. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> Live for it. We are going to do a trending report. And the trending report is about PDA. Yes. I'm not for it. Really? At all? No. Well, that's not shocking. Is there a limit, a maximum? Like, where do you draw the line? Can you handhold? Like, I can handhold, but like making out no, in no, public. No, no, no. It's all forms of PDA. Like, also, PDA is on social media. Like, do you like it when your partner posts a picture of you and says something really beautiful about you? That doesn't bother me, but like making out in front of people while I'm waiting in line for a cup of coffee? No. Mm, I'm kind of with you. Just like, guys, come on, please. Really? It's just showing off. Well, it's interesting for me because I, I love PDA. Like I'm all about it. And I also love like social PDA. Like I love that. But I was reading this caption that Justin Long posted of his girlfriend for her birthday. And I was like, hmm. So everybody was reposting this Instagram that he shared. It was her birthday. It was Kate Bosworth's birthday. And so the two of them, they were first linked last March. So they've been dating for a little less than a year. But that's as far as we know. Obviously, we don't know the insides of their relationship, um, but it was her 40th birthday. And I'm literally just going to give you like the cliff notes because the entire caption was like 36 lines on Instagram. Um, and it was it said she is 40. She is also the best part of my day every day, even when we're not together. She sees beauty everywhere and in everyone. She thanks everyone. Even when she's suffering, she's kind. She is deeply compassionate and can't hurt anyone. But she can be a rascal. She loves to tease. She makes everything in my life better. She strives to be better but she's the best person i know and it goes on and on and on and oh, on that's sweet that's really sweet it was very see you like it i like what he said so it's i don't need to see him making out with her at the coffee shop <laughs> i think it's all all forms of pda no to me okay well then i think of it differently maybe i'm thinking old school pda so if your significant other wrote a 36 line caption about you like this you would like it okay, yeah that's, that's beautiful anybody would want to hear right. that about themselves and then a lot of people were reposting it saying basically like if you think you're you know being too much or if you think you're doing something wrong on a date like you can't do the wrong thing for the right person well i don't even know her well and it makes me really like her kate bosworth yeah and yeah she's super cute she's from blue crush she's got no, two I different know that, no we know we don't her know that, but we don't know her <laughs> We know her fame, but we yes. don't know her. Yeah. Like, it makes me happy to hear that she's that person. Yeah, I know. Great. And I think she's been through a lot because I know she was married, divorced. I'm... Also, Blue Crush was 100 years ago. <laughs> I know. But that's Get the... a new reference. <laughs> what, what is the new reference? I don't know. She has different color eyes. That's I knew it. that reference too. <laughs> like something in the Blue Crush. What, what else? I grew up watching that. Hold she on. Kate Bosworth. color eyes. <laughs> that's the first thing right? I thought of too. <laughs> What? I don't know. Well, find some other work she's done. I'm Put that up, in your head. I'm looking it up I now, but I don't know can't. any of these movies. Well, she's kind. Remember that. Beyond um, the Sea? Am I supposed to wait for you to Google her movies or what's happening? I am. I'm Googling them, but I don't know any of them. There's a lot. Wow, she's been in she a lot. She was Lois Lane. In what? 
<laughs> Superman. Oh. <laughs> I like her. Superman Returns. <laughs> I mean, when you do go, her oh. blue crush comes up as the first one. 2002, baby. Yeah. Woo! Literally. <laughs> <laughs> the immaculate oh, she was in, win a date with Ted Hamilton. She was in the immaculate. We'll that. That's another one from 2004. Oh. <laughs> no, it's better. Than, it's more recent than Blue Cross. The immaculate. She would appreciate room, it. 2022. Oh, Superman Justin Returns Long, like is what too. you're talking about. I just said that. Oh. Yeah, and that was in 06. So we're still looking. <laughs> I just said the immaculate room 2022. That's the one then. So if you are listening and you are single this Sunday, I guess it's your Super Bowl. It is Dating Sunday. The first Sunday after the new year is the busiest day of the year on dating apps. Fresh starts, right? We talk about this every year, but it's grown to be bigger and bigger with each year that goes by. Matches and conversations increased by a lot, Sissini. Like 30% on Sunday because new users increased by 40%. They just I think it's like because everyone kind of took a pause over the holidays. It makes sense that everyone's yeah. just like ready to go this Why weekend. Why Sunday? Because I just think Sunday's like the Sunday scaries. So people are lonely. Well, you go back to work, you're like in the work mode. So then in you the need somebody, mode. you want to you want to find a companion. That, so Sunday's the day that you Sunday's really feel it. Saturday, you may not feel it, right? With and Saturday, friends. you might have plans. Like Sunday, like everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. So, so go you ahead. Ma- make your profile um, completely filled out with great Wait, photos. This is if you're starting new on a dating app, what to do? Yes. So here's like the first thing you want to do is you want to just make sure that you have really good photos. Try adding your favorite restaurants, activities, things that you like, maybe some bucket list destinations, whatever okay. really kind of sparks up conversations. And for the photo, over half of singles say an authentic filter-free photo is what they want to see. So put up your authentic self forward and add some natural shots that show your personality, not like super glammy, filtered. That's a really big one. I think so. Setting your intentions is also important. Um, So if you're trying to get back into dating, look for something a little bit more long-term, I think. Be clear about what you're looking for in your bio. Be specific. Get to the point. Things like that. Okay. And Anyone timing else? is key. 8 to 9 p.m. They're saying is the sweet spot. What, what do you mean timing is key? 8 to 9 p.m. rush hour to be on a dating app? Exactly. That's like, Really? Yes. 8 so, to 9 p.m. Sunday, Sunday night after dinner. It might be, you yeah. know, it might that's be the perfect That's when I'm most depressed. Time. That's right. That yeah, is when, right one, that's when, you're, I yeah, think that's that's when per- you're single, you're most sad. No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's kind of yeah. like right when you're winding down. Maybe get a glass of wine. What, what and- did you know about the last time you were single on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock? I know how to read blogs, bro. But it's also but- like very just, it just makes sense. Like, that's just what you do when you're home, when you're alone, you eat your dinner and then you have alone time. So that's when you're going to get your I did my apps. research. I read like a bunch of different blogs and this is what they said. But Tanya, weren't you and I saddest on Sundays at eight? Yeah. Sunday right. nights were the worst. This is what everyone is saying. Trust me. But the, the showing your personality is very interesting because I remember, I remember I asked Robbie what was like the picture that kind of like sold him on my dating app. And it was like one that I would not have even. It was probably of. one that I picked out. It that was, I was one like, of me like my hand was up and my head is like down. You couldn't even see my face. I was just like, looked like I was having a really good time. I was like with a f- girlfriend. And he's like, that was his favorite picture. So right. Sunday well, night, 8 to 9 p.m. is going to be like the 405 freeway. Back to back. Beep, a shower. Beep, beep, beep. You know, we're going to start paying your bills again on Monday. Ed Sheeran tickets are coming up here in a second. Ryan Seacrest, Sissini, Tanya, what are you watching this weekend? What is on your weekend watch list? The weekend watch list. Just watch. Go! 
All right, Sisney, what's on your weekend watch list? I actually watched this on the plane to Japan because it's all about a bullet train going to to uh, Kyoto. So it's actually called Bullet Train, and it stars Brad Pitt, and he plays really? Ladybug. Um, he is an unlucky assassin who is determined to do his job peacefully, but it's a really high action-packed movie. He's incredible in it. It's about two hours. It's on Netflix. You've Does it probably take place in it. modern day? Like right now, it's not like yeah. a futuristic thing? No, it's modern day. It's really good, and it's kind of funny. There's a lot of like comedic scenes in it, too, and he's really good in it. I would highly recommend it. It was kind of crazy because there's this scene in like the movie where the trains is going super fast, and they're like hanging out of it, and they're like, you know, essentially trying to kill each other. Um, and the plane hit turbulence, and it was like the plane. I have never experienced turbulence that that bad, and it felt like I was on the train. It was almost oh, like a four. It, it was almost like a four D experience when I was watching the movie. It was crazy. I don't know that you'll experience that when you're watching it at home, but anyways, it's on Netflix. All right, two hours and six minutes. In case you're worried about bullet time. train. Tanya, what's on your weekend watch list? So I'm switching it up and I'm going to do a podcast because when you're on like long road trips, you're always searching for a really good podcast to dive into. And this is a true crime one. And it's so good. We listened to it on our drive up to Tahoe. It's called To Live and Die in L.A. And the first season is this case, this girl named Adea Shabani. She just disappeared from her Hollywood apartment and she was like an aspiring actress and it follows the entire case. So you're like listening to their phone calls and all this stuff. It's this Rolling Stone journalist that uncovers everything. It's good. It references all these different parts of LA. Wow, it's, that sounds really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. So there's two seasons right now and you can listen to it on the iHeartRadio app. To live and die in LA. All right, yeah. Ruby, what's on your watch list? So I'm obsessed with this show. It's called Old Enough on Netflix. And basically parents sent out their kids as, as young as like three years old. So three, five-year-olds. Um, and this camera crew follows them as they run errands. And it's actually in Japan, Sisini. So I, I, wow. <laughs> Sticking to a theme here. Yes, a theme. Um, but it's so cute because like they'll give them money and they'll give them a list. Like, go bring me back three items. And they, I'm just so impressed by how savvy they are. Like, it, it's just like a very wholesome show. Like, I've heard about this in real life. Uh I would just be concerned about their safety. Yeah, no. Well, they're being followed by like camera crews, and but it's not also- not everybody. Like there are a lot of kids go do this for their parents without a camera crew. Yeah, true. And so I, it's like, I mean, they're young, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, and they're in the city. I will say the the neighborhoods seem a lot more like small town versus like Got it's not it. like they're going to Hollywood and Highland. You know, right. it's not yeah. like chaotic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what well, what errands are you going to do there? Really, Ripley's and uh, you know. Not <laughs> what she says. And I'm watching uh, The Offer on Apple. It's the making of The Godfather. Okay. Mm. Do you finish Miles- White Lotus? Yes. Miles Teller is in it. The yeah, Offer. Yeah, it's good. I started it. Yeah. And I'm also going to watch uh, Kaleidoscope. Good. Yeah. And I'm also Kelly Ripa told me to watch Tar with Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never heard of that one. Tar with Kate Blanchett. I haven't seen any of it. But uh, The Offer, I'm one and a half in. Yeah, The Offer is really good, right? It's funny. So far, so good. Yeah. On air. With Ryan Seacrest. Hey, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you over the weekend if you're on Kiss uh, 1840. And also Monday, we're back with an all-new Ryan's Roses. We're also paying your bills. It starts Monday morning at 610. Have a good one, guys. Take good care. Sis Tanya, sis. See ya. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.